Hello, my beauties, and welcome to a brand new episode of Tea Talk with Sha. Today, we're going to be talking about all the trending topics all over social media and the internet. And we're also going to be talking about something pretty crazy that I think that you guys need to get into and the trend of this and how it looks and why some people are getting it. Um, so you're definitely going to want to stay tuned. It's the BBL episode that people have been asking about. So that episode is today. So stay tuned. This episode has been sponsored in part by Melanin Tresses by Kim K. What better time to start incorporating self-care into your lives since we've been staying home more? Melanin Tresses by Kim K has you covered for hair care. Whether you're trying to grow your hair back after a big chop or you're struggling to maintain length and achieve thickness, they have an oil for you. All Melanin Tresses by Kim K products are all natural and handcrafted with you in mind. Their oils and butters are infused with Avriotic Blends, Jamaican Black Castor Oil, and Essential Oils. The oils repair and help grow long, thick, healthy hair. They're currently offering a buy one, get one half off scalp massagers to pair with your oils. So go ahead and shop now at www.melanintresses.bykimk.com and all the information will be in the show notes. All right, beauties, let's hop right into these trending topics. So the first one, Latoya Luckett has made it official on social media that she is getting a divorce from her husband, Tomakis Walker. The two share um, two children together and one is a newborn. Uh, rumors have been swirling for the last few months that he's been cheating, that he's been unfaithful and that you know, Latoya has been deciding on what she wants to do and they remain separated. And then, um, you know, they were featured on the black love show together. They seemingly were a happy ending for Latoya, someone who always wanted to have children, but you know, she was in her late thirties. So she really looked at Tomicus as like, okay, like this is something, this is my happy ending at the end of the day. Um, but it doesn't look like everything will be all good between the couple, you know, with the two children, they're going to have to co-parent. Tomicus is already being immature on Instagram saying, and I quote for all those saying, I never liked him anyway. I never liked y'all either. And he cursed and did a bunch of stuff when he said that, um, how do I feel about it? I feel for Latoya Luckett. I really feel like you know, they were on the Tiny and Toya show, ATL Hustle and Friends. And I really feel like she put her best foot forward in this marriage. She was also married to Rob Hill Sr. And that marriage kind of dissolved pretty quickly um, and resulted in no children. So I think for her, this was just like, this is my final, this is my ending. You know, this is my life partner. I'm going to go through and have these, you know, let's keep it a book as we always do on Tea Talk with Shaw, 
getting pregnant over 35 is no cakewalk. You know, she had not one, but two geriatric pregnancies for him or with him, I should say. And for him to be doing whatever he was doing on the side to cause the end of their marriage, I just, I really feel terrible about the situation and I wish it didn't transpire this way. Now, Tomicus also took social media yesterday to explain that he never stepped out on his wife when sources say he was spotted um, with a whole nother family. So a couple T pages and things like that. And the only reason why I won't give them credit is because it's alleged. And if anything does blow back from this, I don't want them to be implicated. But a couple of T pages have been saying that people have been writing into them and telling them, we saw him at a restaurant. Um, we saw him with another woman, another child, and, you know, basically insinuating that he had two families. Um, and, and that's alleged and we, we can't know that for sure, but I will say for someone who really seemed to put the time and effort into her marriage, it would have had to been something explosive for her to decide to, you know, finally divorce Tomicus. So we're thinking about Latoya. We're even thinking about Tomicus. It's, it's a hard situation to be in. Um, and I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy to actually have to divide assets and figure out schedules for two small children, you know, co-parenting wise. So we wish them all the best and we're going to move on. So Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan have finally made it Instagram official. Now the couple has been spotted out and about um, numerous times and they also spent the holidays together. Um, But recently they both posted on the same day and revealed to Instagram and I guess the world that they are officially a item. Um, What do I think about this? I mean... I don't know. I guess it's the double standard of a woman being empowered and dating plenty of men that you look at her a little differently than you would a man who does the same thing and it's normal for a man. So I try to pass too many judgments on Lori, but you know, because she has dated many numerous uh, successful men, uh, it just makes me feel like maybe this isn't a serious thing or you know, it's just a fun thing that they're both excited about because they're both so attractive. I mean, let's face it, <laughs> who wouldn't want to be with Lori and then who wouldn't want to be with Michael? So, you know, it's one of those situations, but I don't know, I guess time will tell. Congrats. I, I, I hate to be the one that's like, not like, oh, I, I stand, I stand. I just, I don't know. Certain couples like pull me, like I stand for like Sweetie and Quavo, um, even the Davises, uh, Keisha and Gucci, I don't know. My taste in couples is very weird. <laughs> the like cookie cutter, we're so perfect couples never really were goals for me. I don't know. It just seems kind of fabricated. But anyways, um, you know, hopefully it's something that's good for both of them and it lasts. And like I said, time will tell. You never know. This might be her forever. This might be her you know, landing spot, the last guy that she really falls hard for. So we never know. All right. So the third topic, Dr. Dre is still in the ICU following his aneurysm. Last week, um, Dr. Dre had an aneurysm and he was rushed to Cedars Sinai in um, California. So at this point, there was a lot of things that were going on. So we have to unpack. So he was rushed to the hospital in the ambulance. 
all these outlets started posting that he had an aneurysm. He was going to the ICU. He's been hospitalized. He's been hospitalized. Because of this, I feel his home was then burglarized. Um, it was a, there was a robbery attempt with people thinking that him and his entire team would now be in the ICU supporting him. His home was, um, was burglarized and it was, you know, thought that people thought that they, nobody was home, but thankfully somebody was still home. And I guess the security services or whatever, and they weren't able to go through with the robbery. Um, so that was a crazy part of it. And then, um, because, you know, he is awake and he is, you know, in his right mind, he was able to push forward with some of the divorce items and he did grant his ex soon to be ex-wife, uh, Nicole, $2 million, um, in a temporary settlement so she can pay for her lawyers and pay her bills. You know, Nicole is alleging that since the divorce began, he has withheld all financial help with for her and they had a business together. The business accounts are frozen because like we talked about before, she has been accused of embezzling over $300,000 from their record company. So she can't get access to any of that money either. So he has made $2 million available for her to pay her lawyers and pay her um, whatever she's had to pay in the last couple months as she's been going through her divorce. So we, you know, hope for a speedy recovery yesterday, as I was like putting these together, ice cube came or not ice cube. I'm sorry. <laughs> ice T came out and said that he had visited Dr. Dre and that he was looking better. And, um, hopefully she, he should be released from the hospital soon. So we're going to keep, um, praying for him and his speedy recovery. And also that maybe this gives them some insight into the divorce. Like, you know, you put yourself through so much anxiety, pressure to not give this woman half of what you two have built together in your marriage to the point where you have a brain aneurysm. You know, if my opinion is to give up the ghost, give her what she wants or give her something reasonable, split the assets, co-parent your adult children and keep it pushing. There is no reason to put that kind of stress on your life to the point where your brain literally spazzes an aneurysm. It is ridiculous, you know, the lengths that some people will go through in a divorce to be, you know, spiteful and to have their way. It is just insane to me. Um, so I guess <laughs> the little um, tangent there, but yeah, like, you know, your health is not worth it. You have the money. Beats headphones have been successful since their drop. They, they, they're successful every year. They come out with something new with them. You have tons of money, tons of producing credits that still pay you royalties. What is the problem? Give her her lump sum and keep it pushing. It is not worth your life, you know? All right. So next topic has Kenya Moore gone too far. So on the new season of Real Housewives of Atlanta, season 13, Kenya um, was invited and then uninvited to a party that was supporting Portia's activism. Now, this party was thrown by her sister, Lauren, and um, basically Cynthia. I, now, this is the situation. I'll explain it to you. Then I'll tell you how I feel. Right. So then basically Cynthia says she wanted a plus one in the situation and she wanted to be able to bring Kenya. Now Kenya had went out and got her and Lauren approved this. Lauren said, this is fine. 
Kenya had gone out, got a hair and makeup team for the day. She also went and got Pilar, a beautiful um, little doll um, that told the story of Rosa Parks for her to start learning about black history. And it was really nice. Like it was a nice gesture. So then having thought about it, Lauren calls Cynthia back and she's like, you know what? I don't really know where Kenya and Portia are right now in their friendship. And I don't think it's a good idea for her to come. Um, I want this to be something positive for Portia and not a basically ambush of having Kenya there if they are indeed fighting, right? So then Cynthia calls uh, back and basically tells Kenya, hey, you know, sorry. Or no, I think Lauren calls Kenya and says, hey, you know, I know Cynthia asked to bring you, but I think it's not a good idea. Kenya, of course, in true Kenya fashion flips out. And she starts to say some really nasty things about Portia. She starts to say that Portia is being arrested for the cameras, that Portia only began to get involved in the Black Lives Matter movement for attention and a storyline for Real Housewives of Atlanta. And um, fans, including myself, are saying, is this too far? Is this now stepping out of the realm of like catty housewife chat into, you know, Kenya being, you know, very, very disrespectful and somebody that we don't want on our television screens every weekend representing black women. And this is what I have to say about the situation. Who do I blame in this situation? Cynthia, a thousand percent. And I'll tell you why. Cynthia sat there knowing the relationship between Portia and Kenya, trying to get Kenya on air and invited to events. Cause now we know the fourth wall is broken. If these housewives want to be paid, they have to be in front of the camera. They have to appear in the episode to get paid. So having her friends back, she wanted Kenya to be in the episode. She wanted Kenya to be at the party. This is what Cynthia did. So she goes and invites her or asks for a secondhand invite, just like Candy did for LaToya, to be fair. They're trying to push the girls to film together so they can get a little more drama for the season. Fine. But having what Lauren said be in her mind, she should have never ever offered up Kenya to come. And that was when it started to get messy because Cynthia knew that Kenya and Portia were not in a great place. Why would she even want to be there? So I blame Cynthia for that because she started the whole situation. And then of course, for Kenya to make those nasty comments, Kenya is always making nasty comments. And that's why I truly believe that she's going through what she's going through in her marriage and whatever else that she's going through, because she really likes to say disgusting, hurtful things to say somebody would get arrested for the cameras when it's obvious that Portia is super passionate about what she's doing. And she's even said in the past, I was ignorant. I wasn't following in my father's footsteps before, but I am now. So you can't judge her for her past and say, oh, she's only doing it for the cameras to be arrested twice to have to spend the night in jail. I don't think she's playing, you know, she wasn't on her Portia pampered by Portia sheets that night. You know, she was in the clink clink that night and she did it for black people. And for you to be a black woman and say some stuff like that, that really throws me off Kenya for real. Like I didn't like her before, but I definitely don't like her now. That was stepping past the line for me. Anyway, we're going to move on to the next. Then, Oh no, so there's more than that one. I'm sorry. So then Portia and fans on Chit Chat, Portia's second show, we're talking about who they think needs to be fired to kind of ramp up the um, Housewives cast. And Portia, of course, says Kenya. And I agree, but for a different reason. 
She won't talk about her weight gain. She won't talk about Mark and the situation of her separation or divorce. I think that first time when she meets with a lawyer is like one of the only times we're going to get into her divorce. So if you're not going to get into that, why are you here? To try to fake a lesbian relationship with Toya? Moving on. Jeffree Star um, has denied the Kanye West rumors finally. So Jeffree Star and Kanye West are rumored to be in a relationship after Kanye and Kim's split became public last week. They're uh, official that they're going to get divorced. So now um, in the beginning, you know, Jeffree Star was like, oh, he loves Sunday service. Pink Yeezy's coming soon. You know, he was trolling in true Jeffree Star fashion. But now he has come out and said, these are just rumors. He is not involved with Kanye. He says Kanye is involved with someone else that he actually knows the mess. And, um, uh, the TikTok that the TikTok creator that made the viral, um, TikTok drawing comparisons between the two of them, she actually did come out and say that she totally made it up just for something fun to post on TikTok and kind of get some tweets and messages. And she thought she never thought it would go um, that viral. So it's just insane. Um, so the next story, Yaya Mayweather has had her baby with NBA young boy. Um, the baby and she are both healthy and, um, I work, you know, sending congratulations over there. And then also in my mind, cause you know, I'm always thinking about the law. I'm thinking how long her sentence will be suspended because, if we think about it, she was definitely convicted for the stabbing of his other child's mother over the summer. And they did say they would suspend the sentence until after the baby was born and the baby is now born. So I'm wondering, will she have to turn herself in? You know, what's the next step in her um, process there? And the last story, Tamar and Vince reconciling. Now, Tamar has explained multiple times that Vince is her cousin via Logan, which is very funny for me. Um, and you know, their only family through Logan, but sources have been saying the couple has been secretly dating since her split from David Alfiso. Now this is crazy to me because I, since the rumors, or I guess the allegations from her mother, Evelyn came out that Vince had been abusive to her physically. Um, I was happy that they got divorced. I was happy that they broke it off because I never want to see anybody be physically abused in a relationship or mentally abused, but especially physically abused because, um, you know, well, I don't want to say both either can end your life, right? You need to get away from anybody who's abusing you ever. But I especially didn't like the physical abuse that was going on between them allegedly. So when they got divorced, I was happy about it. But to see her get into a relationship with David, another controlling man, I was like, oh God, pages of the same book. And do I feel like Tamar can be alone? I don't. And do I feel like Vince came to her defense when the whole David thing was going down between David and her family? I absolutely do. So there's a possibility that they have reconciled based off the strength of the breakup and him needing to be there for her um, take Logan more, you know, she's been very public with her struggle with depression and, uh, her suicide attempts. So, you know, who knows? I will say if they are reconciling, I hope that she's using all this great therapy and tools that she's learning to, to work on having a healthy marriage with him, healthy boundaries with him and a marriage that does not include abuse. So if he's gonna, if they're going to continue to be together, 
I just hope that there's no abuse involved. Um, you know, I guess that's that on that. Uh, but these have been today's trending topics. Stay tuned for the sports report. Hello, hello, hello out there and welcome to the sports update with J-Rob. I will be covering wild card weekend in the NFL. So let's get started with the AFC. The Baltimore Ravens defeated the Tennessee Titans. The Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson threw for 179 passing yards and he rushed for 136 yards and he also rushed for a touchdown the cleveland browns beat the pittsburgh steelers the browns jumped out to a 28 to nothing lead in the first quarter and never looked back this is the first playoff win for the browns since 1995 the buffalo bills defeated the indianapolis colts the buffalo bills quarterback josh allen Threw for 324 yards along with two touchdowns. And this is the first playoff win for the Bills since 1995. Moving on to the NFC. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Washington football team. The Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady threw for 381 yards along with two touchdowns. This is the first playoff win for the Buccaneers since 2002. The Los Angeles Rams defeated the Seattle Seahawks. The Los Angeles Rams running back Cam Akers rushed for 131 yards and had a touchdown. The New Orleans Saints beat the Chicago Bears. The New Orleans Saints outscored the Bears 14 to 6 in the second half. Now we're going to uh, go over the divisional playoff schedule. So on Saturday, January the 16th, the Rams are uh, going to Green Bay to play the Packers. And that's going to be at 435 on Fox. The Baltimore Ravens are going to Buffalo and they will play the Buffalo Bills at 815 on NBC. Now we're moving on to Sunday, January 17th. The Cleveland Browns are traveling to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. And that game will be at 3.05 on CBS. And the final game is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are traveling to New Orleans, Louisiana to play the Saints. And that game will be at 6.40 p.m. on Fox. And this has been the Sports Update with J-Rob. Have an awesome week. Okay, you guys, you know what I'm about to say. It's my favorite part of the podcast. It is the deep dive. It's where we're going to look into something, shine some light on something that's little known or little talked about. And a couple of you guys said this last year, you wanted this topic, and I kind of was going to push it off or do it on my second podcast. But then I was like, no, I think there's another twist here. So we're going to be talking about the BBL Brazilian butt lift, the beauty and the dangers of this new popular procedure. 
So let's get into what it is. Let's define it, right? The BBL um, is a fat transfer operation that creates a natural butt without the use of implants. So before BBL, people were literally putting um, half circle shaped implants inserted into the back of their butt, right? To have their butt look full and popped. And we have seen over the years, a lot of people that had this procedure, they now have the diaper butt, quote unquote, where it's like the implant has now sagged or slipped, I guess, to the bottom of the butt. And it makes the person look like they have a diaper on all the time, unless they have some type of supportive legging or something to pull it back up because it's just silicone. It's plastic. It's a plastic implant that people were inserting into their butts. So the BBL is a more natural way of having this. You're taking your own um, fat and you're, you're, you know, transferring it to other parts of your body that you want to be more shapely. So BBL includes liposuction to remove fat from other parts of the body, like the hips, the abdomen, um, the thighs. And this is the portion of the BBL called harvesting. So when you're looking to use fat for your fat transfer, they'll ask you, where do you want to take the fat from? Do you want to take it from your arms? You want to take it from your thighs? You want to take it from your stomach? Where do you want to take it from? So part of the surgery is a liposuction procedure to take out some fat that they can now use to put into your butt. Now, this fat is purified. You know, they take all the impurities out of the fat and then it is injected into your buttocks. So they take the fat from the different parts of your body and then it is um, injected into your buttocks. So let's talk about the cons first and then we'll get into the pros of the situation. The cons are, you know, this is not a weight loss procedure. This is a strategical procedure to take uh, excess fat from one place and put it in another place, right? So you're not going to be losing any weight by doing BBL. They're literally taking the fat and putting it somewhere else. Um, this is not a gastric bypass. This is not a gastric anything. This will not help you to lose weight. So I think that's a big common misconception. People think the BBL will have them um, look, well, it gives you the appearance of a more shapely body, but you will not lose weight. So another thing that kind of goes with that is as I was researching fat cells in different parts of your body behave differently. The fat cells in your arm behave differently than the fat cells in your butt that behave differently than the fat cells in your legs or, you know, wherever else you may have fat, your back, wherever. So when you transfer these clumps of fat to a new part of the body, they're still going to behave like the kind of fat where they were, if that makes sense. So arm fat now transferred to the butt will still feel and it wants to to function like arm fat. So what does that mean for you now? Now you have lumps, you have lumps in your butt because it is trying to to group together with other arm fat it's not used to being around buttocks fat it's like a whole system and as always i'll leave the link so you guys can read for yourself and make it make sense for yourself but i found that to be very interesting because i'm like everybody's doing this for shape 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 like this is the shaping procedure and it turns out the shape that you actually will get may not be the shape that you want, depending on where you harvest the fat from or how the fat behaves once it's harvest, harvested. 
Um, and that's another big question mark because even the doctors don't know what it's really going to come out to look like two years in, three years in, four years in, how it's going to wear on your body. And the next major con is body dysmorphic disorder. And this is where you um, cannot see yourself for what you realistically look like and what your body looks like. So this is that constantly chasing a dream, chasing the dream. Um, some people always call it Michael Jackson syndrome, rest in peace, because he was a person that constantly could not get the face, the look that he was going for and continue to, to try to play with his face over and over and over. Um, and it's, it's basically, it's a disorder. It's a brain disorder that makes you feel like there's no way that, um, there's no way that you look the way you do, that you need to look better. You need to look different. You need to change yourself. You need to lose weight. You need to gain weight. You need to change your nose. You need to change your eyebrows. It's just that it's that disorder that tells you that something is deeply wrong with how you look to the point where you can't even see yourself for what you really look like. And, um, you know, even the websites, people that are promoting this surgery are actually saying, if this is something that you have, we encourage you to not get BBL because it will not help. And if anything, it'll only further your delusions about your body. Um, so that's that. So now let's get into the pros. So this surgery, it does, if done properly, it does not make use of implants. You're not putting any foreign substances like silicone or whatever into your body. You're literally just shifting your body weight into another place. So for that reason, it's a little safer because there's no type of foreign objects in your body. And it's also positive because if this is what you really set your mind on and you want it and you know, you know you're not in a dysmorphic state, you know, I just want my butt to be fuller. I want my hips to be proportionate to my butt. I want to feel confident again. You know, a lot of moms have it and things like that. I want to feel confident again, the way I used to feel before kids and all that good stuff. All those reasons that you want to make your in your outside look like your inside. You're happy about yourself on the inside and you just want to make yourself look that way on the outside. Then that, in my opinion, is a better way of going about it versus I'll feel happy if I look better. Because if you go from that place, it'll never be enough. And, you know, you'll be constantly looking for that next um, procedure, that next procedure, that next procedure. Um and the results, you know, can be very beautiful. The results can be very proportionate. It looks natural. It looks, you know, amazing. The snatched body that everybody wants. But, you know, it's just a caution to really understand that there are health risks associated with this. This is, you know, serious plastic surgery, cosmetic surgery. Um, it can result in death. You know, it can result in complications that lead to death. So that is very important to note. This is not something that should be taken lightly. And especially if you go outside of the country to have these procedures, you really need to stay outside of the country and do your aftercare there to try to come back with tubes in your body or to come back when the procedure is not completely healed. It is completely unsafe for you to do that and then meet with a doctor up here for aftercare and all these things that they've worked out. You need to take care of yourself and you need to really, really have someone be there looking over you, watching you, 
um, to make sure you're not having a reaction to anything that happened in the procedure. You have to treat it like any other medical procedure that you would take very, very seriously. Um, and I guess that's really all I have to say on the topic. I just hope people inform themselves. Don't just fly to DR and do something to yourself that's, you know, irreversible, especially when, you know, you know that you're not going to be able to stay there for the aftercare or you're going to try to go back to work in a couple weeks and all this stuff. You really got to take a full month off, go out there, have it done or have it done, you know, here in the States and take the time off to really care for your body um, after the procedure and to kind of know once you have the procedure, this is only the beginning of my work. I still need to work on myself as a person. I still need to eat right and work out to maintain it because again, they're fat cells. So if you don't, you will need to get another one, um, to keep the shape and everything proportionate the way that the doctor has done it. It won't last if you don't, you know, do some maintenance on it. But yeah, that's been the deep dive. Stay tuned for the intro, outro comments. Intro, outro, are we going or coming? All right, this is my least favorite part of the podcast where I have to say goodbye to you guys. As always, I want to thank our sponsors. Remember, when you support our sponsors, you support our podcast. So please check out those links and um, see the amazing products they have to offer. Uh, As always, arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. We won't stop till she gets the justice that she deserves. Have a beautiful day and night wherever you are. And I love you for listening. Bye.